right. Hello. Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Over here, I'm not going to lie to you. I am fucking exhausted. Um, I'll tell you quickly, my wife got a bug in her butt the other day. Um, She wants to move. So she found a house she wants to buy. We put in an offer. They accepted. And the sale, us buying that house is contingent on us selling our house. Like, we're not just on the hook for this house that we want to buy it's we have to sell ours which means for the past two days we have been cleaning the fuck out of our house and basically moving our house like we've packed everything up and put it into storage because the way you oh yeah that's that's annoying man i i I remember even like moving out here and getting rid of my house and i i I wasn't trying to sell it anymore i was just trying to get gone and i i did it in slow stages so yeah two days sounds like a mess oh yeah because the way to sell a house is you have to make it look like no one lives there except for like really sparse furniture. So like, yeah, the closets have to look so big. You put like half your clothes in a closet. So it looks like, Ooh, look at how roomy this closet in, because if all your clothes were in that closet, it'd be jam packed and it'd look cluttered and full. So people would be like, Oh, this closet's small. So yeah, that's what we've been doing. Um, fuck. I had a thought that I lost it about, about moving. Uh, fuck, I, 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 maybe it'll come back to me, but uh, here's the fucked up thing about us moving. Uh, guess where my wife uh, wants to move? Where's that? Two houses from where we currently live. Nice, nice, <laughs> just walk it over. Pretty much. We will still hire movers for the big shit, you know, like just because... We don't want to move it, and like the sofas and the beds and the really heavy. No, shit. I like I like the idea of of the you know some some sleazy not sleazy but you know desperate a desperate mover just seeing that for sale sign and then seeing sold on top of that thing and he's just like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna get some business right now and he knocks on your door and you're like no I. I got it. I can I can hit it with a rock from here. I'm <laughs> exactly. good. The reason she wants to move two houses is because the, the house that's two down from us, the builder that built many of the houses surrounding us, or at least several of them, like he probably built like five or six or four or something like that. He built all over this neighborhood. This was his house. Like he planted his roots here. Like, all right, I'm the whatever, you know, house builder guy. I can't think of the name of his company. So he, of yeah. course, made his house the crown jewel of the neighborhood. It's it's the one that's better than any other house in the neighborhood, which means it's actually too good for this neighborhood. I live in a very middle-class, lower-middle-class neighborhood. It's, it's The houses are small. They're inexpensive. Okay. And then there is a quarter mile from us, there, there's a little hill, and of course, top of the hill is where all the big, expensive houses are. So in our little shit neighborhood is this sort of bigger, more expensive house, and no one buys it because nobody can afford it that lives in this neighborhood. Sure. And if you can't afford it, you want to go up the hill and live among rich people. So this house, right. it's been difficult to sell every time it's sold because it's priced just out of range. But she likes the neighborhood. We already live here. We know all the neighbors, blah, blah, blah. So if we can get it, which you know they accepted our offer... We'll take it because it allows us to stay in the neighborhood and get a great house in the neighborhood. Nice, nice. Here's the fucked up thing. This is the last. And since it's only since it's Iowa, it's only like ten, twenty bucks, man. Anytime someone tells me prices back home, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. This... Like, anything. It's it's probably the same price as like a little tiny studio apartment shitbox here would be to buy as a condominium like at the tippy top of Manhattan where you get stabbed. I have a friend that lives in Los Angeles that bought a house that costs more 
than the one we're going to move into. Ours is like, I, I don't know any square feet. The the one that we're looking at. But it's at, a lot. Like, dude, you're, you're, it's, your yeah, house it's, you're moving out of is nice, yeah, man. It's, 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 it's big. It's four I mean, bedrooms. It's, it's got a furnished basement. Yeah. The, the one my buddy in Los Angeles bought has two bedrooms. He, he has two kids. So it's, it's you know, his kids yeah. are little enough, or they were, to, you know, bunk beds and shit like that. They had to convert a patio, a porch, into a room or a sunroom. Like, it wasn't an actual room. They had yeah. to convert, like... No central air, one car garage, just and it's more expensive than the house we are looking at. That's I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast and he talked about what you just mentioned. He said, you know, whenever I talk to someone from somewhere in America, I always want to move there because, you know, I say, oh, what's it like in North Carolina? And they go, oh, nice, you know, we we have a house with ten acres and you know four garages and ten cars. Oh, how much does that cost? I don't know, ten thousand dollars, like. Right, yeah. And yeah. then you look at the Los Angeles, California prices, San Francisco, and you're like, fuck. But here, this is the one, this is the last thing I'll say about houses, because I never knew about this, and I only learned about it today, earlier today. We are going to try, at least for the first couple of weeks, for sale by owner, so we don't uh, get dinged, you know, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 by a, a real estate agent. Sure. If we have to use them, we'll go to that. Well, you live down the street. Your kids go to school together. That's got to be easy, man. You don't, you don't want to pay a broker to buy and sell a house well, from just one of your neighbors. Selling ours. We're, we're buying theirs just by walking up and seeing it. Oh, but, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we got to yeah. sell ours. I don't, know, I don't know why in my head they were buying yours. I don't, I don't know why oh. in my head I automatically went like, well, yeah, clearly <laughs> those people are moving into his place, man. I, that's <laughs> that that's what nice? always happens, right? Actually, it could. It could happen because that's – remember earlier, like two minutes ago I said there was something I wanted to tell you, but I couldn't remember what it was. This yeah. is how horrible – my wife and I are as neighbors. This is uh, this this house is two people away from us, and yeah. it's been on the market for a month, and we had no idea because when we go out the door, we turn to the right and we go for walks. Well, this one sure. is to the left, so we know these neighbors. My wife knows the lady is a hairdresser, and you know we're friendly with them. We'd wave at them, except here's how shitty we are. So my my mom comes to visit, and she goes around the she turns left and sees that it's for sale, and she goes, "Oh, did you know your neighbor's house is for sale?" We're like, "No, no clue." So we Lydia wants to see, calls the real estate agent. We go look at it, and the real estate agent tells us, "Oh yeah, well the guy that has been living here wants to sell it because it's too big for just him. I mean, since the divorce two years ago." And we're like, "Oh, they got divorced? Shit, we had no clue." Like, <laughs> I mean, that is just how shitty neighbors we are. We knew we hadn't seen her in a while, but we just never put it together. As far as we, you, you got to get nosier. You got to start. You got to start checking the mailboxes. Exactly. You know, you got to see how much trash they're taking out are they taking out enough trash for a couple or just one dude that kind of thing well they, this is how sad it is like he could have stabbed her and buried her in the backyard and we wouldn't have even noticed ah, like the, like the uh tom hanks classic the burbs yes yes yeah. yes yes he could be the burbs neighbor yes that's it exactly except well he was keeping an eye on them and we had no clue what was going on so what you are saying could be true if he didn't want to move closer to where his kids moved with his wife which is why he's selling the house because it's too big he literally could have come over here and got a smaller house just for him being a single guy like oh yeah that's a downgrade because i'm a single guy but he's not moving into our house although he should we should pitch that to him like hey uh why don't you buy our house we'll buy yours either way so we're going to try and uh, do for sale by owner and there's a website, I forget what it's called, Zaluli, Zillowi, Zillaba, I don't know. Uh, Zillow. You, yeah, that's it. You enter all yeah. your information. 
I guess the value of a house uh, is completely random because according to this website, every house in our neighborhood is sold at a certain amount, somewhere around 300000 250 to 300000 For absolutely no reason at all, our house dropped 58% in the last 30 days. It dropped $158,000 in value for no reason. Like no other house in the neighborhood dropped in value. But when you click on ours, it goes... Zillow knows that you live there now, and man. Something, because it literally says, oh, yeah, this neighbor's house is awesome, but this house, yeah, it just dropped $158,000. They were like, fuck no that. I, I, I found out who the owners was. I went to his website. I listened to one of his sets. Not a fan, <laughs> dude. Fuck that. The last guy was... was Better what he did. I mean, he was like a banker or whatever. It wasn't as funny, but his bank was top notch, man. <laughs> so that, that's 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 what's going on in my world. What's going on in your world, Jake? Uh, my world. I'm doing um, mostly doctor radio now. So I'm. You're uh, bouncing around all over the place. To explain yeah, I, doctor I, I, radio to me. I do not know what doctor radio. Is. People it's, call it's in. Just, is it like the the psychic where they call in the pet psychic? Except it's a doctor who. Ooh, I feel you have not cancer. nearly as many calls. And you know the pet psychic still still has more callers than any other show I've ever done. Wow. Like Trump being our president, that doesn't really make me fear for humanity or our country that much. Oh, it'll be gone in four, eight years, whatever. But the fact that more people call into this show than any other show, it, it makes me realize how fucked we are. There's no there's no hope, man. Just if, just get a get a lead vest and, and, and cans of beans like those guys on doomsday preppers. It's not going good from here, man. Well, if, uh, very quickly, um, we, we always forget because, you know, we have conversations. We know one another. Uh, for listeners that just happen to be tuning in for the first time, Jake, tell them exactly what the Pet Psychic show is. I mean, I think you can figure it out, but people, they call in and want to know, like, oh, does there – tell tell the listener what the Pet Psychic is. Yeah, I mean, I can't give away too much because I work there. But, yeah, it's, it's – Well, it's, I mean, I'm not asking you to insult. Just, just explain. Yeah, I mean, it's a lady that uh, talks to people's pets that are both living and dead because she's the best. Any hack can, you know, psychically communicate with a living pet or a dead pet. She can do either one. So, yeah, they and then people would just kind of call up and be like, hey, Fluffy died. Is Fluffy still with me? Or, um, you know. Does my dog like our new house? That kind of shit. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, without insulting a show you work on, I agree with you. The fact that that's what people spend their time calling in, not politics, not religion, not doctors. So tell me about the doctor calling. Do people call in and ask for advice like, hey, doc, I uh, jumped off a bike and now my shin hurts. You know, should you get a little, should I get it looked at? Like, what do people call a doctor for? Like, I have a rash. Uh, explain it to me. Well, honestly, yeah, it's it's pretty basic, man. Nothing nothing too sexy yet. I, I mean, I haven't gotten a good solid caller of the week, but the doctor today, honestly, the the most interesting one that I've sat through was a part where we didn't have any callers, and this guy was just talking about articles that he read. Apparently, um, uh, one one of the articles said that um, they've taken um, just counts of men's sperm from around the world like like men's sperm counts from right. around the world uh, uh, that they've gotten through various medical records over the past uh y you know 50 years or whatever and since I, I think sometime in the 70s on average male sperm count has dropped by 50 percent and that's throughout the world that's that's developed countries and undeveloped countries then how has the population kept exploding at such a insane rate um 
Maybe we're fucking twice as much. I, I, I don't know. That was going to be my guess for a second. I'm like, are we just fucking more to make up for the difference or? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, they don't really know why it is yet. I mean, this article just said that it's there. They've they've speculated. I I would guess that it's it's got to be either pollution or diet or both. Yeah. Um, it's probably a number of things. But the fact that it's in really poor countries that don't necessarily have the same diet um, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a fucking worldwide phenomenon, man. <laughs> and does anyone seem alarmed by this or is it more a curiosity? Like, well, sperm count's going down. Well, I mean, I'm not alarmed. I'm pro-choice and I got two abortions under my belt, dude. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I'm, it, it reassured me. <laughs> um, if anything, I want them to find out why people's sperm counts are dropping so I can eat at that restaurant twice a week instead of once. You know what I'm saying? Did they uh, do anything with women? Like uh, ovary egg count uh, are women less fertile or anything like that? I'm not sure how to phrase it. Did they? Yeah. Did they, okay. It was ahead. pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know about less fertile, but they did say that Chris Brown is correct, and it turns out that these hoes ain't loyal after all. Um, no, they didn't say anything about women no, in the article. I don't even know. I know the reference of Chris Brown. I don't know what song you're referencing specifically. These hoes ain't loyal. That's the name of the song. <laughs> I, uh, I, find, I, I like myself better as a person by not knowing Chris Brown songs. So, Well, you know, uh, may, may, maybe your sperm count would be better if you had a little more Chris Brown in your life, man. I mean, they didn't say that in the article, but um, I, 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 I'm going to say it. I think uh, lack of... Chris Brown can't be great for your fertility. See, that's the thing is, uh, went to get my kids. My wife and I used uh, in vitro fertilization. We didn't have kids just by having sex. So I had to get a sperm count. And I am here to tell you that I know for a fact that my sperm count is well above average. But how long since the 1970s has that been, dude? You might have drank the Kool-Aid since then. You don't know. What are you talking about? Like how many years? We don't don't know if it happens all at once, dude. Maybe... um, Maybe it comes from watching the show a couple of years ago, from five years ago, uh, when my daughter was made. Now, I was fair enough. So it's probably still high. However, but we we don't we don't know what the cause is. So we don't know for sure that it's not watching over three hours of the show uh, uh, Pawn Stars. You know what I'm saying? And you you hadn't done that at the time. You've done it now. Now your sperm's all fucked up. We We don't know. That could be the cause. I was going to – I gave a pregnant pause because I was going to admit to something, which I will still admit to. I was, But when I said I have an extremely high sperm count, that is not a lie. I do have a lot of sperm. However, what they discovered is uh, my sperm don't give a fuck. They're lethargic. They have bad motility. So they come out in great volume, but uh, they don't go swimming anywhere. They're just like, eh, whatever. So that's uh, – so- <laughs> so it's 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 like a stretched limousine-sized bus filled with little bus sperm. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, pretty much. But I, I was going to use a military reference. I was going to be like, well, if the Marines are the first on the beach, you know, aggressive, get some. Then mine are the unwashed masses in the army, where it's just like, we'll take anybody. We'll we'll just sign up. You know, like there's no fitness test. Just just come on in. Uh, it's true. Yeah, there there was uh, there was one kid that we called SpongeBob because he talked just like that starfish. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> your sperm, your sperm are that fucking guy, man. Yeah, I mean, so there are a lot of them. So we just keep throwing. It, it, my sperm are basically a numbers game. You, 
uh, the, I don't have the best and the brightest, but I have a lot. So eventually one should get through. It's just that they. Although, I don't know. The Marines were pretty dumb, too. We were stationed around those fucking guys. <laughs> you, just, you don't find bright grunts in any s- section of the military. I think the smart guys are like the nuclear physicists on the sub uh, the, the the pilots, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I was like, say, that's they always the said the Air Force were the smart ones because they. Uh, oh yeah, they they always had like the at least over in Afghanistan and Iraq like a, a four month rotation. Like, oh yeah, it's been four months. I'm out of here. As opposed to every other branch, which was like six months, eight months, or something like that. Oh yeah, dude, and they go on to careers afterwards. Uh, uh, you, you know, flying planes for airline companies, private jets, whatever. Uh, I am recording the pet psychic and uh, <laughs> Doctor Radio, you know. So it's former I mean, Army Jake, or yeah. yeah. I didn't think that shit through, man. <laughs> I should have gone to the Air Force. That's funny. All right, anything else, or do you want to start jumping to news of the week? That's two news of the week, man. All right, over. Oh, it's not news. Sorry, I got it that wrong, listener. Uh, overlooked news of the week. Overlooked news of the week. I think you went first last week. Does it matter? Do you want to go first again, or do you want me? I'll go second. Mine kind of leads into a different thing. So yeah. Oh, that's right. I think uh, you went first because then I said something. And you're like, wow, I should. I can't remember. So, all right. Uh, my overlooked news story of the week is. I'm gonna have to read it because it's, it's an odd one. Um, I'm gonna read the headline, which will make no sense, and then I'll read the story, and it's. I think rather silly. I saw it in a couple places. So usually we pick a story for overlooked news that's completely overlooked. This one, it was out there a little bit, but I never saw it like big. I never saw it everywhere. Like in that Facebook sidebar, it's like these are the news stories everyone yeah. is talking about. So this this one was out there, but it was never everyone was talking about it. Okay, here we go. Um, one prisoner still on the loose after peanut butter escape. That caught my eye from the uh, Associated Press, which means it's a legit story. Authorities in Alabama... Wait, did he use peanut butter to escape, or did he help an inmate with the nickname peanut butter escape? Oh, this is where he used peanut butter. Authorities in Alabama are... This is from Jasper, Alabama, Associated Press. Authorities in Alabama are... That seems like... The, that's that's the type... That's the name where you would escape using peanut butter, I feel. that's That was... It was it was it was pinpointed perfectly on where he decided to do this. That's true. Uh, they're searching for the last of twelve prisoners who fled a county jail in a scheme involving peanut butter. Sheriff's officials say the manhunt continued Tuesday for twenty-four-year-old Bradley Andrew Kilpatrick of Cordova. Uh, Sheriff James Underwood says prisoners. He's used- a lot more dangerous than his cousin. Jeffrey Mame Patrick. Oh, you know what I'm got, saying? He's got a teardrop tattoo. Of course he does. And a neck tattoo. Oh, yeah. Not only does he have a tear, he's a white guy uh, with, with sunken cheeks, a white guy with a teardrop tattoo and a neck tattoo. Uh, Sheriff James Underwood says prisoners used peanut butter to change the numbers above a door and trick a new employee into opening another door that led outside. That's The prisoners ah. then used their orange jail uniforms and blankets to climb over a fence topped with razor wire. Uh, I'm, the sheriff I'm describes so confused the about how that would work. That sounds that's like something out of a that, fucking that's literally all, that's Wiley like, Coyote cartoon. Yeah, man. that's the whole story. Is The only other part I didn't realize, read is uh, 11 prisoners have been captured. Kilpatrick remains on the loose. The sheriff described the tricked worker as being young. But it literally, so they took peanut butter and what, wrote a seven above a door? And the, the young guy said, oh, yeah, that's smeared brown up there. That looks legit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to open that. Door. Like, oh, you got to let us through door seven at 9 p.m. or so. Like, 
I don't. I, I would. I would like more research done on this story to let us know how they smeared peanut butter to make it look like a door number and why yeah. some idiot would just go, "Oh yeah, let's open that," and then they they walk outside. It makes no sense to me, but that's why I picked it because it's the most odd, bizarre. The peanut butter escape. They took peanut butter, rubbed it on a wall, and and a, and a guy let them out of jail. Basically, does does it well? I would like more information there, but more importantly, does it refer to these guys as the peanut butter perpetrators anywhere in the article? <laughs> no, because it doesn't, not, but it should. shitty journalism, you know what I'm saying? It should. It does not, and I agree that it should. How they do not have that listed. The fact that you came up with it right away, I mean... Come on, journalists. Yeah, because that is because yeah. the t- for the Associated Press, it has to go. Someone has to write it up. Then it has to go to an editor, and then someone has to clear it. Then they send it back, and no one thought of that at any step of the 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 path. And like they should the have. GIF jailbreak. Come on, man. Like <laughs> See, there's now all you're kinds just of sitting them. them out. The Skippy scam. The Skippy yeah. scam artists. The Skippy sodomites. <laughs> well, that's what they did with the peanut butter while they were in jail. Then they decided, hey, instead of using this to fuck, we should use this to escape. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to have uh, any any good villain has a good origin story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, and that's theirs. Uh, all right. So that's my news story of the week. They used peanut butter to get out of jail. I don't get it. But uh, what's what's yours, Jake? Give us your news, overlooked news of the week. All right. Well, mine, I sort of cheated on this one. And I I used an old one that we were gonna talk about but didn't. Um, uh, that means it's still uh, overlooked. I don't know that that's cheating. That means it's still overlooked. Yeah, I mean, and this one was 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 kind of in the news, but not not that much. And that was um, the Vatican raid on the drug fueled gay sex party at a top Vatican cardinal's didn't we talk um, apartment. about that? I remember us talking about it. Did we talk about it off the air? I thought we talked about it off the oh, air. Oh, maybe we, we talked it. about it off the air. Like, oh, we forgot to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about it on the air there, man. Even if we did, you can never talk too much about gay sex orgies at the Vatican. Well, no, man, and I, I thought it was just kind of funny because I was doing another show that will go unnamed on the Catholic Channel, and we did have a caller call up. I mean, they, they ended up hanging up, and I, I don't think they really wanted to talk about it on the show because, you know, most of the shows on there try to stay a little more lighthearted than this, but... Um, I don't know. They were just basically asking what what's going like. How do you think is this is going to affect the church? And is this gonna? And I was just thinking. Look, is this even that big a scandal for the Catholic Church? I mean, this is isn't it just like this is Tuesday? A, well, it's all consenting adults in there, from all I can tell. So I'm like, dude, it's not it's not necessarily the best look in the world for a top level holy man, but. It's definitely a glasses half full kind of scandal for these bunch of jokers, this man. As far true. as I'm concerned, and the, what's funny, what's good is, uh, like you said, this is several weeks old at this time, uh, which means it really was overlooked. I remember when we were going to talk about this, and we did mention like nobody's really talking about this gay sex orgy scandal at the Vatican, which means it really was overlooked. It it could have been a bombshell. It could have been oh my god, gay sex at the. But here's 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 my problem is that it really shouldn't be a big deal. Like, the only reason it would be a big deal is because the Catholic Church is against homosexuality. If the Catholic well, Church... Well, that, and this is a top-level guy that did this in the Vatican. Like, yeah, his yeah, apartment, that... it showed a picture. Yeah. It's, the, like, at first I was thinking, well, yeah, like, who gives a shit? Like, that shouldn't... But, but like, this is pretty funny, man. This isn't just some priest or some part, cardinal. This is, like, one of his top advisors. And, and... 
he did it from his apartment, which is more or less like his office. When you're at that level and you have yours within the Vatican, you're basically having a wild gay coke orgy <laughs> in the Vatican, which True. which which may which raises the question to me. Um, who is showing up to this Craigslist ad, you know, when they get to, because, you know, that's got to be a weird conversation when, you, you know, let's say two friends that go around to these different orgies and stuff together. They're like, listen, oh, dude, I, I want to go to this orgy, but I think the address is fucked up. Says it's right in the middle of the Vatican. Yeah. And one of the really nice ones, right, right in the middle there with all the gargoyles and shit. Yeah. It says, it says we're going to, I would be afraid that I would it I was being set up and that as soon as I got there I was going to get jumped by the that crazy albino from the Da Vinci Code or something <laughs> like that you know and he was going to he was going to uh you know take me to one of those uh, Jesus turns you gay kind of camps where they slam your dick in between bibles until you love Christ however that works man like I I don't know how it works but I would be afraid that that was going to happen and I I just I, I'm proud of the the guys that showed up to the Coke orgy anyway, who were like, nah, we're 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 putting the helmet on and we're charging forward. Uh hopefully we don't get busted for this. I um I agree with everything you said. I, I think it's sad. Like have you ever heard the phrase uh I actually I'm gonna get it wrong, but I'm gonna paraphrase because I know I'm close. Uh good things happen slowly, great things happen all at once, something like that. You ever heard that? Something like that. Uh, I think this would have been a great moment for the Catholic Church to just come out and say, you know what, fuck it, gay isn't a sin anymore. Like, literally, that when they're having it, like you say, in the Vatican with someone that's at the top who is supposed to, you know, love Jesus and God and know everything about the Bible there is to know because he is so powerful— like like when uh, King James said, you know what, I want a divorce. Let's just rewrite the Bible and add uh, the fact that I can get a divorce in. Like it literally before King James, you you couldn't have divorce, so he just rewrote. Oh, it. Oh, that was Henry the Eighth, I think. Henry the Eighth. Well, he yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. What am I saying? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he wrote the had the had the that version. I just I just rewatched the Tudors. Another interesting fact: the guy in the Tudors that plays Henry the Eighth looks nothing fucking like him in real life. Oh, you've talked <laughs> you about seen? that in the past. You've you've mentioned that uh, that that he like. Uh, the the guy commissioning I remember you made the joke the guy commissioning or doing the the painting commission like all right uh, you want me to you know take a couple chins off or make you look or oh yeah 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 he looked hideous in the paintings but the guy they picked to play him looks like a goddamn underwear model it's ridiculous look at look at the guy who plays Henry the Eighth in the Tudors and then look at a painting of Henry the Eighth it's it's insane yeah. Um... Where was I going with that? Oh, but the whole point is, like, wouldn't it would have been a great opportunity for the church to say, all right, fuck it, gay is okay now. Like, literally, just turn on a dime. Yeah, they would have lost followers. Yeah, they followers. should have been, like, they would have pissed being off gay their... won't send you to hell. Right. And also, you, you won't get sent to jail for doing coke at an orgy if it's medicinal coke. you got to have your <laughs> coke cart. Exactly. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Jake? I uh... Yeah, no, it, it, it kind of reminded me of... Um, have, have you seen that documentary, The Keepers, yet? No. What is that? Well, so I, I started watching it. Uh, Amy got me on it. It's, it's, it's okay, but it's, it's slow-paced, man. It's, it's really slow-paced. Basically what it is, I'm, it's seven episodes. I'm maybe four episodes in. It's about these, these older ladies in Baltimore who 
decided they're going to go back and solve the murder of a nun that taught at their Catholic school right. in like 1969 or something. And I mean, they, they apparently did it, but it was, it was to cover up. It was this priest who was like, you know, it was sexually abusing a lot of the girls at the school. It was like an all girl school. And, um, he was, it was more or less like that, that orderly and, uh, and kill Bill, you know, he had like, like other people that would come in and, and molest kids with him. And, but anyway, this happened in 1969. So this guy's fucking dead, right? And this whole documentary, they'll, they'll, they'll end an episode with somebody else is involved, you know? And it's like they'll kind of end it like that. And then they'll keep talking about this guy throughout the next episode. But you're doing the rough math. And you're like, okay, if he's, if he's let's say, 30 years old in 1969... This guy's fucking dead. Like, there's there's no way this guy's alive. I'm not saying that... Yeah, there's some, some of those freak of nature guys who just live to 110 or whatever, well, but... 69, 79, 89, 2009, 2000... He'd be 70 years old. 30, yeah, 40, 50, 60. Yeah, but he's... He, right, he, okay, so... He, he could be old. He might not be dead. That's just, you know, there are a lot of 70-year-old right, yeah, people but, out but there. But even then, like, young is... is, is 30's kind of young for, like, a, a, a fucking... A career, like like sex offender or whatever, at least one who's high enough in any organization to keep getting away with your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so most of these guys look like they were older than 40. These guys were like fathers and uncles and shit. Like they're probably older than 30 at the time. So most of these guys are dead. And, and it's just turning out that like all of these fucking guys are dead. And I'm like, why, why are you doing this now at, at this point? Like, why are you... Well, maybe because they can it, finally solve it because nobody's there to cover it up. But here's, here's, here's if I'm listening to you correctly... Right, no one's there to cover it up, but most of the fucking witnesses are going to be dead. Like, they're not going to remember shit. And the, and the police department... Well, if the girls were young when they got molested, they'll, they'll be around and they'll remember. Here, here's right. what I don't understand. Here, but they're all dead. They're all dead. Like, the, all these fucking priests are dead. And furthermore, if you go to a police department, how long ago is long enough when you're asking for information on crimes? Like, hey, I'm trying to solve this murder. Who do you think murdered this lady back in, you know, the middle of the last century? Like, when can they legally just look at you and be like, "I Jack the fucking Ripper? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, wait, I... No one works here that has worked there at the time. Like even close, man. We can't help you with this shit. Well, they do. Have, they keep cold cases and and files. They just keep all the files. I mean, it never. I, I don't know what it takes to shut down a cold case, but it's not. It's at someone's discretion. They have to, have to actively say, "Fuck it, we are closing this," and they get reopened all the time. Here's what I wonder with the podcast. Sure, but if if if, if they had enough information to convict them. They would have done it, and if they were covering it up, they would have got rid of that shit. It's not like it's not like they're like, well, we're gonna cover this up, but we're gonna keep all the evidence right in this file here. Hopefully, no one ever opens it. It's it's not fucking there anymore, you know. Well, I guess uh, what I keep trying to say is, uh, when it comes to what I, I'm confused by, when they when they talk about catching this killer. Do they build it up in the documentary like, ooh, in the next episode, they take one step closer to catching the killer? Or do the... Oh, absolutely. Well, see, They'll the, find a new guy that was involved and okay. then he's dead at the end of the uh, fucking... Episode, like, he's dead. Yeah. So why don't they just lead with that? Because I think it could be a compelling story if they just Yeah, said, it annoys the shit out of me. Yeah, and, and, like, just I'll say, just be right. sitting there, like, tell me whether this guy is alive or dead before I even give a fuck about you finding, it, it, like, what his shoe size was or any of this nonsense. 
Yeah, because they could say at the outset, hey, uh, this suspect right here is dead. Like, they could, that could be the basis of the documentary is everybody's dead, but we're going to finally get to the bottom of the mystery. Because, like, Jack the Ripper is dead, but if someone conclusively said, I have undisputable proof that this person was Jack the Ripper, people would still be interested in it. So you don't have to build it up with all the, the nonsense you're talking about, the, right. ooh, there's something different. Because if you just have a compelling story... It's a compelling story. You don't need the bullshit. Right. That's that's why it's kind of annoying is I, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, why are you why are you taking the time to build all this up just to tell me that the killers died 20 years ago, man? Like, this is ridiculous. And it, it's it's just it drags on so much that I'm like, OK, you, you had two hours worth of a documentary but you decided to make it a seven episode series and it just so how many drags. Have you watched and how many more are you going to watch are you done um, are you i'm like... like four in but the thing that gets me is all the families of these victims still taking their kids to church you yeah. know they're talking about like oh yeah the whole church they covered it up i mean we still take our kids to church because we're good catholics you know but uh yeah we were very unhappy with the fact that the church did all this see that's hilarious because i read an article I don't know, two days ago, really recently, that said the death of football is going to come from within. It will be parents that, you know, don't let their kids play football because of all the concussion talk uh, or discoveries and, and everything along that path. And so it's just going to sort of fade. So, like, mm. I guess my point is people hear about concussions and they go, oh, fuck that. My kid can't play that sport. But uh, there's, uh, you know, lots of sex crimes and, and murders and rapes and gay sex orgies at the Vatican. And people are still like, oh, well, God works in mysterious ways. Better better just uh, still go to church just to cover sure. all bases. Just, just you know, like uh, football concussion, that's bad. Let's, that, that sport's dropping off already. But, you know, sex orgy, uh, child molestation, eh, who's to say what God wants? Better, better hedge bets and keep going to church. That's true, man. I'd, I'd rather take a good blow to the head than get molested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if given the option. But I, I I think it'll still be there. I mean, it's not it's not going anywhere. The, you know, what might happen with it is you might kind of see what happened with boxing, where, I mean... It's popular, will, but it's, it, like, boxing used to be America's sport, where everyone had he, their favorite boxer and... Well, a lot of that is kind of going away because of MMA. I, I mean, you, you, that's right, really right, right. kind of I'm saying it's still over there. got big money, but it's not as... But parents aren't signing their kids up for that unless unless they don't have a lot of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like if, if you got a lot of money, you're not letting your kid do something where he could get his head, you, you know, cracked, and now he can't think no more, and, you know, you could have sent him to med school. That's just not what you're trying to do. But... If if he lives in the projects, you know, then that could be it's it's sort of like a way out of the projects. Whereas they're looking at like, oh, this is a way out of a job doing medicine because you took a few shots in the head as an amateur boxer, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That that it'll be like uh, Vietnam, where you know the draft just you know the the Donald Trumps got out because of foot deter deferments. Oh, my foot hurts. Hey, whatever. And then the kids from the projects went to Nam. It goes to back to that quote: "The best and the brightest did not go to Nam because it was the the lower class that had to carry the upper class, as always." Oh, come on, man! We'd be speaking Vietnamese had they not done that. <laughs> 
because that's how it works. All right, uh, we're a little long, but not too long. Anything else, or should we call it there? No, no, I think I'm I'm good with that, man. All right, so don't uh, check out the keepers on uh, Netflix, uh, listeners. That's uh, today's lesson. It's, it's all right. Just make sure you got nothing else to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know what I I feel you the same goddamn way about the Walking about Dead, it and then you're like, ah, it's all right. It's, well, okay, you know what it is? It's just a really good documentary with a shitload of filler. That's how I feel about the Walking Dead. Is it's a really good show. They just have a bunch of filler. They'll just have episodes. They'll have episodes that are fucking great, but then they'll have other episodes where half the the cast is just sort of outside the compound looking for cans of beans or gasoline or medicine, whatever they do. And then, oh shit, they get attacked by zombies. So they run away and they're running from the zombies, almost getting caught, but then they cut away in the middle of the chase to go back to the rest of the cast that's just sitting around, you know, <laughs> waiting for them to get back with dinner and just sitting there talking about nothing. Like, hey, how come we don't, uh, you know, we don't have any romantic dinners or nothing. I know it's the apocalypse, but we could still have a good relationship. I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. You could, you know, we could do this. Uh, oh, hey, I, I found a little tic-tac-toe thing. We could play tic-tac-toe. They'll sit there and they'll do that for like 20 minutes. And then they're about to go to commercial. And what do they do? Cut back to the zombie chase. Oh, and they'll do that for maybe 30 seconds. Go to commercial. And then they come back and they're all sitting around playing fucking tic-tac-toe again for another 20 minutes. But you, were, they, you were snagged in like, ooh, when they get back from commercial, maybe the zombie chase will be going on. Because they just showed yeah. it. Yeah, goddamn zombie bait and switch. That's what they did to me. And so... <laughs> Then I, you know, I, I sit there. So I've watched uh, roughly two minutes of a zombie show, and the rest of like I don't know, Little House on the Prairie or something like that. <laughs> That's been the rest of it. That's been the rest of it. It's been campfires uh, without electricity. And just kind of talking about where we're going to get wood from. That's that's what I've been watching for the rest of the show. And then at the very end of the show, they, they cap some zombies. Then they make it back with a few cans of beans and all as well. And it, 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 that's basically what they did. Same thing. They just, they took roughly a season or, you know, roughly, you know, half or three quarters of a season. And they're like, let's stretch it to a season. Same damn thing with this documentary, man. All right, so no going in. That's what you're saying. Kind of like what yeah. we just did with this podcast. <laughs> I yes, I don't know exactly. All right, listeners, yeah, a little bit. thanks for tuning in. Uh, comments, questions, you can leave them on the SoundCloud. You uh, can email us, jakevever.com, nathantimmel.com. Say something nice about us and tell your friends to listen to us. All right, thanks. Later.